We rolling? Yeah. Rolling down the baby. Okay. Uh, welcome oh. back to Baby Gut Stacks. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get copyrighted from how close that was to the original. Oh, yeah, no, we're just, uh, we're getting crazy on a Monday. Uh, we do apologize. You know, sometimes Sunday sneaks up on us faster than we anticipate. And uh, it really throws me off, too, because I have Mondays off. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm not used to having Mondays off even still. But I know I have the next day off. So it always feels like a Saturday to me still. I know I'll be, you know, reading or doing something that I look at the time and I'm like, oh, what day is it? Oh, it's, oh, okay. Oh it's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, we used to be good at filming this, like, earlier in the week, but life, man. Life. Yeah. It can be rough. There are, this month, I know we could probably record Icebreaker sooner um yeah because you'll probably finish it before and i've already read it yeah i'm hoping to get a good chunk of it done tomorrow if not finish it tomorrow she is thick she's a little thick but she's got short chapters so was this book chris and hannah books have a i was gonna say girth and i immediately regret it uh i have a oh oh not a whiff uh, a size. <laughs> yeah, we they're long. They, they yeah, long. they're long. But I feel like she goes into a lot of detail. They um, never feel too long, though. No, I will say they never feel like, ugh, when is this gonna end? <laughs> and I will. I feel like I've said this. I, I might have said this last episode, but she's literally the only one like historical fiction that I can read. That's. I also really like Philippa, Philip, Philippa Gregory, though I haven't read her like since high school. I haven't. So read she her. did like the Red Queen, the White Queen, like. I've never heard. I think of she that. did like the. It was like Scottish. Royalty. Oh, okay. I want to say we like, like. I don't know if you ever watched Rain. No, I feel really? like I've heard of it though. That was pretty good. We like Sarah Penner, who did the Lost Apothecary, which was Ugh, a that romance. Was also good. We need to read. Well, her. we need Sarah to come out with the paperback. Is what we need. That, yeah, it was we hardcover. Last time, you I know saw our it. feelings about that. We can rant forever about that. The only hardcovers that I get is Book of the Month. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. At this point, yeah. I tried to. The price, the matching. I have to have everything look good. And if it doesn't, I will buy what I need to buy to make it look good. Yeah, if it doesn't look good, what is the point? Yeah, why do I put it on my shelf to read? No, I want it to look good as well. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> uh, this week, Kristen Hanna, The Nightingale, which my copy says soon to be a major motion picture. I don't know if it 
is. I feel like a few of hers have been picked up to be movies. I don't know if they're like lifetime movies. I can't recall any being like in theaters. I don't think so. Oh, oh, the Nightingale. Wait, what? Oh, is it already uh, out? Nightingale. That doesn't, that is not, this is not it. Not it? Not it? That's not, that is something else. It starts off with Irish convict woman. (laughs) Wrong. Definitely not it. (laughs) What the heck? Movie. Okay, I'm adding Chris and Hannah to it. Yes. There we go. The movie. Well, they were still talking about it in 2022. Oh. Um, See, I don't know. I don't know when I Dakota and Elle Fanning are set to star in the project together. Oh, that would be Um, good. Okay. Interesting. Wait, how old is Kristen Hannah? This says she's 61. That's that can't be true. Hold that on a minute. Right. Hold. Hold it. Kristen. Yeah, as of September 2022, Ellen Dakota are the only actors that have been casted in the Nightingale. And I I don't see anything about Oh my god, she's 63. The release day. Holy shit. In my head, she was like 40s, 50s, but I mean, she's been writing since the 90s, so I guess she, I guess looks, she looks fan. It does not look. She really does. She really fantastic. does. She looks 40s. Oh my word! Fantastic. Jeez, Louise. Good for her. Release date is TBA 2024. But okay, well. Hmm. Very vague. Very vague. Well, Firefly Lane is a series. Is a sh- uh, yeah, it's a show. Yeah, it's a show. It's two um two series uh two seasons, two series. Wow, okay. Uh two <laughs> seasons. Um were they I might just be not thinking correctly. That wouldn't be the first time. Uh the four wins. Is that was that talk of that being a movie or maybe not maybe i feel like recently a lot of books have been picked up by production companies and have been made into movie scripts whether they're actually going to be released or not i don't know like a lot of taylor jenkins read books have been picked up to become a movie or a show yeah i don't know how many of Chris and Hannah's have? I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, her mo- her books are like very dramatic. They're very emotional. Yeah. No, they're really and they tell amazing stories. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well. Yeah. How I many Chris and Hannah books have you read now, including this one? I was going to say, I asked that, and I was trying to count, and be like, you know what? I, I even have to go refer to it. <laughs> um, let me see. Well, I feel like my Goodreads isn't up 
updated because I've read True Colors, which is fantastic, about three sisters. I've read possibly Night Road. I've read Summer... I know. I've read Distant Shores and I've read um, On Mystic Lake. Yeah. But I own all of them except her first two. And obviously, like the woman that's coming out. Right. Yeah. Which shares a cover. I feel like. There was, is it Homefront? Also has a picture of a uh, helicopter. Homefront does have a picture of a helicopter. And the woman has a picture of a helicopter. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've read eight of her books now. Okay. And yeah, I own all of them. Besides her first one. Her first two were like romance, romance. Well, and they're not being printed anymore, which is why yeah. we're finding it so hard to get it. Yeah, we're going to have to find it, like, at a secondhand book. Like, people yeah. don't know what they have or kind of thing. don't know, yeah. Well, do you want to read the back of the book? Yes. The back okay. of the book. Read the back of the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With courage, grace, and powerful insight. Oh, wait. We're getting there. It's doing the whole like spiel. Chris and Hannah captured. No, okay. Ah. Um, tells the stories of two sisters separated by years and experience, by ideals, passions, and circumstance, each embarking on their own dangerous path towards survival, love, and freedom in German-occupied, war-torn France. A heartbreakingly beautiful novel that celebrates the resilience of the human spirit and the durability of women. It's a novel for everyone, a novel for a lifetime. That's literally it. That's what it. Okay. Okay. That, well, that's let the, me look on. Goodreads has to have like an actual synopsis of the book. Wow, that was nothing. Yeah, it gave nothing. <laughs> <laughs> back of the book says that Kristen Hanna is a best-selling author of twenty-two novels. Twenty-two. I don't. I don't think I have 20. Do I have 22? But maybe I do. I don't know. Let me count. You read the synopsis that's on Goodreads. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, it has an actual oh, okay. summary. <laughs> that's better than mine. Okay. Let me get to the Goodreads. Oh, yeah. This is way better. Jeez Louise. Okay. Um, France, 1939, in the quiet village of Caravou, um, is it Vianne? That's how I pronounced her name, Vianne. Vianne, yeah. Marek says goodbye to her husband, Anton, as he heads for the front. She doesn't believe that the Nazis will invade France, but invade they do, in droves of marching soldiers, in caravans of trucks and tanks, in planes that fill the skies and drop bombs upon the innocent. When a German captain um, takes over Vivian's, or I want to keep calling her Vivian. Vivian. Just, I know. 
Vianne's home, she and her daughter must live with the enemy or lose everything. Without food or money or hope, as danger escalates all around them, she is forced to make one impossible choice after another to keep her family alive. Vianne's sister, Isabel, is a rebellious 18-year-old searching for purpose with all the reckless passion of youth. While thousands of Parsons move into the unknown terror terrors of war, she meets, oh my gosh, I don't know how to pronounce that man's name. The, it's... Gaetan? 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 Okay. A partisan who believes the French can fight the Nazis from within France, and she falls in love as only the young can completely. But when he betrays her, Isabel joins the resistance and never looks back, risking her life time and again to save others. I've not read a bad book from her. No. I've heard ones I've liked more than others. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't one of my favorites from her. No, but Winter Garden will always be number one, no matter what. (laughs) That one's so good. I think I prefer Four Winds over this one and The Great Alone over this one. I still, I have not read either of those. I own them, but I have not read them. They're great alone, man. It hurt. It hurt. That's one with the, the goose, right? I'm pretty sure. Okay. If memory is that one made right. That one made you cry multiple times, which takes, it. you don't cry very often. I don't have a soul. I think I've seen you, I, in the almost... 10 years we've known each other. Dear God. <laughs> I think maybe maybe once. Once or twice I've mm-hmm. seen you cry. Mm-hmm. And so if that says anything, guys, this the four winds. The four winds, mm-hmm. winds make me cry alone in my bed, surrounded by my cats. <laughs> How it should be. How it should be. Ugh. This one. I mean, the amount of research she does mm-hmm. to get every single detail right from where they are to, like, how they speak to the food they're eating, and it is wild. And, like, I can't imagine, like, how to get the timelines right and making sure everything is historically accurate and that you're not making them, like, dress in a way that like in something that wouldn't have existed until like five years later yeah it's so crazy she does extensive research and actually it said on the back of the book that before she was a writer she was a lawyer so i'm sure she did a lot of research in her past oh, job yeah. and is like aware of what it takes yeah and she not, knows all of her, through. not all of her books are historical fiction so if you don't yeah. necessarily like that, um, then I would suggest True Colors is about three sisters that lose their mother. And so they kind of become closer. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's, you know, some jealousy between them and they have to basically work out their feelings. Firefly Lane, that and the second book, Fly Away, are about two best friends. Um, that- yeah, she has in the like modern time. Yeah, so she doesn't have, like, 
it's not all historical like wars and, and things like that which yeah. is nice. it kind of breaks it up a little bit yeah home front isn't about it's like modernish times and oh. i have to appreciate like i don't really care about books about war mm-hmm. but i like how it like her books aren't necessarily about the war itself yeah se. it's about and the people and how they were and it's never someone like directly in the war necessarily but how they were just trying to live their life and getting yeah. through it like these are women who weren't allowed to actually go but they felt useless and they didn't agree with what was happening and they mm-hmm. just felt so motivated to try to do something well one of the sisters yeah and she risked her life and tried to make a difference even though it meant leaving her sister behind and her knees so they can be protected. Yeah, you kind of get like both worlds almost. Mm-hmm. Like you get a person that didn't that just wanted to, you know, be kind of in the shadows, put their head down, try to get yeah. through it and and do it that way. Then you get, mm-hmm. you know, the complete 180 opposite of the person that, you know, wasn't going to be quiet, wasn't going to stand down, was going to fight for, you know, everyone and mm-hmm. do what it takes and didn't care what the consequences were. So, yeah, it was interesting to see both sides of them. There was some times where I was like, it was Isabel, who's the younger one, which was the one that wasn't going to back down yeah she was always a little wild and outspoken some of the things i was just like (laughs) girl you are insane (laughs) yeah she like never like second guessed herself and she just like went for it and everyone around her was like you could die like yeah you do get that right and she's like yeah whatever she's like Like, give me the note i'm gonna hike through these mountains <laughs> and get these <laughs> soldiers to neutral ground. Yeah, so the book does a really good, like, two different POVs. So we are seeing Vianne's perspective and Isabel's perspective. So Vianne, I'm not entirely sure how old she is. I know Vianne's 18 when this is all happening, but yeah. I'm not I imagined her sure. like 20 three to 25 like older but also in that time period I feel like that is like the age of like an older woman who's supposed to be married and have kids and already like established so yeah I kind of got that I know she got married at 16 15 I think around there um got pregnant, had a miscarriage. Um, so they kind of, they kind of touch base on that. She had, she had multiple yeah. miscarriages. Um, they both lost their mom. Dad didn't want to be a dad, sent them away to a lady's house. Um, Vianne met her husband. She got married and went off, took the sister Isabel with her couldn't take care of her because she had just had the miscarriage and was going through a lot of emotions. I mean, yeah. she's very young, just lost a baby and is having to try to take care of her sister. That's a lot at yeah. that age. 
Um, so she sends Isabel away. And obviously Isabel, you know, felt like she was abandoned by her father and her sister and yeah. definitely held that against them. Um, and so you see Vianne figuring out, okay, now they do have it. They do end up having a daughter, Sophie, I believe. Um, and then the war happens. I think Sophie is maybe six or seven at the time the war begins. Um, and so Anton, her husband, goes off to fight in the war. Um, and then I don't remember how Isabel. Oh, she had just got kicked out of school. She just got, she's 18. Mm-hmm. She just got kicked out of school again. Um, was going to go live with her dad again. And then I believe just ends up going to her sister's house to stay there yeah. um, while everything's going down. And then um, what is the man's name that moves in with? Oh, I forget. Mister. Oh, shoot skis. What is that? So, um, essentially, the takeover means that the Germans gave themselves the right to uh, the houses in the town that they are taking over as a base. Mm-hmm. So, he comes in and tells the sisters that, like, well, I'm going to stay in your house so you can stay. I promise I'll be good. Uh, or you can leave, and I'll keep staying here, and back. I'll leave eventually. Back, back, and back actually was like really nice. Like for Beck was nice. He actually, he never outwardly stated whether he agreed or not with the war, mm-hmm. which I mean was for safety. You never know, yeah, because this was World War Two. <laughs> so, uh, he, and everyone was kind of spying. You didn't know who was lurking. But he, you know, shared his food with them and tried to help them and leverage what he could to assist the sisters and get the niece what they needed mm-hmm. uh, and, like, made sure that they were eating because, I mean, food is scarce. Everything is scarce. Yeah, they and- had, like, rations and they'd have to yeah. line up and then it was first come, first serve. And so if you were late getting to that line, then you would just get, oh, like, well. the bare minimum or nothing at all that day. And so he tried to bring them home. And he also would um, let Vianne write letters for Anton and make sure that he received yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Which was very sweet. And he would kind of give information where he could like kind of very subtly in a way that was not like outright like prosecute himself but yeah and he would help so Vianne was a school teacher um mm-hmm. and so she had obviously like school teacher friends her next door neighbor Rachel she knew since she was like 15 or 16 yeah um she lived next door she was also a school teacher Rachel was Jewish and was outwardly Jewish um and so once the war started and they started, you know, sending, like, deporting them, um, Beck told her, hey, make sure that Rachel's not her, at her home tomorrow. And she's like, what do you mean? They're like, just make sure she's not at her home tomorrow. Yeah, all day and, 
yeah and then they they still found her but um rachel's son ari was like they were only deporting so many types of i don't know they were very like well, they kind of snuck oh, it her was son and, he was a baby baby. And it was 11 and under weren't getting yeah. sent away. Yeah. And so Rachel was like, please take care of Ari for me. So they were just going to raise Ari as their own. Because mm-hmm. he didn't know any better. And then yeah. um, Rachel's daughter was shot and killed. Yeah. It was kind of the transportation getting on. There's kind of like a riot situation. So they're just kind of randomly shooting into the crowd. Yeah. And obviously things got like worse and worse because things were getting tighter and tighter. There was curfews. There was then like the ration, like then certain foods were given to like the Germans. And then. Yeah. They were deporting certain types of Jews and then it was all Jews and that like they just kept changing the rules. And so it was just getting worse mm-hmm. and worse. And um, if anyone spoke out, then you would either be killed or deported yourself. And so one of the um, other teachers were like part of the resistance and kind of like we're not doing things crazily like Isabel was at the time, but. Um, yeah. was helping and when he was being questioned and like sent away um Vianne was trying to stand up for him and so then she lost her job because of it um which ultimately like her husband's at war now she doesn't have a job so now she can't like pay for anything or luckily they had a garden so she could bring in some food but it was only so much because people were fleeing and so they were Mm -hmm. finding like her food and just taking it as they were walking by and stuff like that and yeah it was really hard times and then poor beck he meant well i know so while isabel's there she obviously wants to do something and she starts helping um people that have been downed in their airplanes um, trying to help them flee France so that way they don't get captured and killed. And so yeah. she's starting to get people, well, an airman gets downed near near the house. She gets him into the barn that has a trap door in it. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the airman died. Um, he was an American. And while she's hiding, I believe Beck found them, which is yeah. how, yeah. So he then he was the one appointed to find this airman. Yeah. And um he was like, well, he he knew how Isabel was and she had left for a while and then came back and kind of saw how Vienne was kind of being weird and he was like, well, you know, technically the last place I haven't looked is here. So he went to go look. And he oh, found yeah and then he found isabel down there and then he was gonna shoot so then she shot first and they both thought shot each other and then at the same time vianne was trying to stop beck and so she smacked him in the head with a shovel so beck unfortunately dies um and then of course the sisters are fighting like 
I think I killed him. No, I think I killed him. I'm like, oh my god. And, and yeah, the, plus they're just fighting, and it's like Vian's mad at so uh, Isabel, and be like, how could you bring them here? Like, you know, like this could get me killed. This could get Sophie killed. Like, you knew that this like endangers all of us. And yeah, and yeah. Isabel not really thinking things through, and when she got shot yeah. too, so and she did. Yeah. Vianne had to sew her up. Um, and then that's when Isabel starts like becoming part of the resistance by helping more airmen. Um, and she starts traveling like super far distances on foot. Other people are helping her as well. There's like a whole team of people. Um, so then while they're separated because she's traveling to like um, Isabel. She moves back with her dad. I think she officially leaves. Yeah, she leaves and moves back there. Their dad owns a bookstore that was raided. And he... Yeah, and so now she's living in Paris, helping out, trying to move people, like airmen. Um, And while she's doing that, um, Vianne is trying to take care of her daughter. But then she also, like, gets really, really sick. And I... Yeah, she's any food that she manages to get, she saves for her daughter. So she's not eating. Weather's awful. There's like, you know, they weren't like rich beforehand. So any clothes, yeah, are like tattering, and and yeah, she's not getting the extra help that Beck was giving them. And then an asshole moves in with them, who's like, I don't even know if he's like. He might be the boss of Beck. Like, I don't know. He, like, oversees soldiers. Because he comes in and he's like, you know, Beck, I didn't, Beck never came back. And so he's, like, investigating what had happened. And then he's, like, looking around, looks at the end, and he gets all creepy. And he's like, well, well, this is a nice house with a nice lady. I'm going to move in. Mm-hmm. And they they couldn't do anything about it because there's yeah, either like either they move out or they live with that person. And so yeah. she was like, "This place has been in my family since like my great grandparents or like great great grandparents." So yeah. like I'm not I'm not moving. And she was worried that if her husband did come home, if she left, he wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't be able to find her. Yeah, he'd never find her. So, um. At one point, Vianne goes to, I think, the town square maybe to get food or something. Um, There's people that are being, women and, like, older children are being put into, they were using, um, like, horse carriers or, I I don't know why, I can't think of what they're called, like, cattle. Carriages? Yeah, to, like, transport the people instead of, like, they didn't do it, like, humanely. Um, No. (laughs) no and uh so this woman was like please like take care of my child because like he wasn't being Mm -hmm. deported and so she sends him to the orphanage and she starts doing that with other people's children and Mm -hmm. um we learn that she saves 19 children and um, she keeps records because she gives them new names Mm -hmm. um but she writes down what their real name is and then the name that she gave them so if families were to come back they can yeah. be united yeah i know <laughs> i know um and then van 
manages to rescue, I want to say 23, 29, it was 20 something, um, airmen. Uh, and then, yes, Isabel. Oh, I said Vianne. Yes, Isabel. Yes. So she saves the, the airmen. Vianne saves the children. Um, while, that bad man is taking over the house. He is, um, and her. yeah, he starts, uh, using her for sex. Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. she does end up getting pregnant, um, and just kind of passes it off as Anton's because her husband does come back. Um, he does survive. Um, yeah, at but, the end of the war. yeah, but Isabel does get captured, um, mm-hmm. and ultimately taken, um, to one of the camps. I don't remember yeah. if it was the like very big one. I don't remember if it I was Auschwitz. It, I thought it was Auschwitz. It's one of it might be. Um, but it's one of the camps. I mean, she's not Jewish, or she was captured because she was aiding. Yeah, in harboring pos what who would have ended up being POVs. Yeah. Um, or POWs. <laughs> um, POWs. And yeah. so at the end, it, I mean, the war ends, the German soldiers leave the town in mm-hmm. wreckage. Uh, Anton comes back and, you know, he kind, kind of has a hint that the baby isn't his, but I mean, I none of them really speak of what happened during the war. They don't want to relive it. And yeah, and then he, he kind of... That's awful. And he just takes, like... So when he gets back, obviously he knows Sophie. And then he's like, who is this? And then... Oh, yeah, with Ari. I forget yeah, what they changed his name to. I want to say... Da- was it Daniel? Daniel? I don't... Maybe. I don't remember. But, yeah, he, like... He's that like, moment was Papa. so sweet. <laughs> he's like, Papa, you're back. And he's like... Oh uh, yeah! Hi. Hello, I know. And he was like, like, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> I know he took like a champ. It was the cutest thing ever. Yeah, and um, when Anton comes back, they're trying to figure out like what happened to Isabel because they hadn't heard from her in a in a long time. Yeah. Um, and then they figure out that Isabel was in one of the camps. Um, but then obviously, like once the Germans were like. Then they were sending people home, and so Isabel was able to come home on one of the trains with one of her friends that I I want to say her name was Michelle. I know it started with an M. Something like that that she made at the camp, but you were getting Isabel's perspective at the camps, and it's them being worked extremely hard, and then them being transported to camp to camp because as they were being raided and closed by um, the Allies... Germans were just moving prisoners around and made them walk it. And they're already, you know, malnourished and very sickly. And so it's whether or not Isabel can make it or not. And all this time, uh, one of the guys, we didn't even mention her love interest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I first of all, I can't even freaking pronounce his name. This is rough. Got, got it. She G seems <laughs> G G. Uh, in the resisting group, she ends up joining. 
there's G, who she mm-hmm. kind of had a thing with in the past, kind of, right? Yeah, they do it. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, they're part of the resistance group together, and they, well, he in particular doesn't want to get too attached because they're doing very dangerous work, and then, you know, they split off for months on end, and he doesn't know if either of them will ever come back, but yeah, he's well, very he's expressive like, with her feelings. At one point, he's, like, helping, like, bomb trains and stuff, and she's just like, I love you, and he's like, mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and so Isabella eventually does make it back home, and she like comes to the house because he heard this. She's back, yeah. and poor Isabel is like, you know, lost most of her hair. She's like deathly thin and like so sick, and she's like so worried that she's not gonna look good. Like, I know she's not, like, he's not gonna like her. <laughs> Like, I'm not pretty. Yeah, she's got, like, pneumonia and something else. Like, she she is rough. Yeah. Rough. She still may not make it. She cannot keep food down. She's constantly has a fever. She's, like, it's not Not good. good. Yeah. Yeah. But he comes in and he's like, I'm so sorry. I never told you that I loved you. And it's. It was so cute and it was so sweet. I know. So sweet. And then what really broke my heart was um, when Vienne like goes to, I forget who she goes up to, but she gives the list of her the kids. The red, it's Red Cross. The red flag. Oh, Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> the, the red flag. <laughs> Um, she gives them the list so they can try to reunite the kids with the families if they're alive. Um, yeah, because she was searching for Ari's parents. Yeah, see, over. yeah, which they didn't make it, but now yeah. they know Ari is Ari, and his he has extended family, which legally he has to be placed with the extended family. So now Ari, yeah. he was like two or something when he, he first joined Vienne. Because he no, like he was younger than that. He was in diapers. Was younger. I think he could like say mom. And he oh. was like kind of asking like, oh, where'd mommy go? But then yeah. he was so young that he quickly forgot. But now he's at an age where like he's Daniel. This is my mom. This is my sister. Yeah. And so when they had to take him and be like, no, you know, actually, I'm not your mom, and yeah. give him a picture of her and Rachel, and be like, this was actually your mommy. Like, she loved you very much, and this is her family. And this is your family. Like, you have to go with them. And he's like, I don't want to go. You're my mom. Kills me. This book kills me. So and then she, and then she sent him with uh, Bebe, which is uh, a little like bunny rabbit that was Sophie's that yeah. helped her. And I was like, oh my god. We uh, also forgot. Um, so the reason that uh, Vianne couldn't figure out if Isabel was alive or not is because she was under the name Juliet Gervais. That's right. She changed her name, and she had her had an alias. Calling card for within the resistance was the Nightingale. Um, yes, which the Germans thought was a man. So when she was captured and they were asking her, like, 
who's the nightingale? And she'd be like, ha, it's me. And they'd be like, stop lying. Tell me what the nightingale is. Yeah. And then the dad comes in and he's like, I'm the nightingale. nightingale. And then they kill him. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That one final thing of. He was he mouthed, I love you. Yeah. It killed me. Uh, So in the very, very beginning of the book, we. It goes April 9th, 1995 in at the Oregon coast. And it's about one of the sisters. Yeah, you don't know who. You don't know which one it is. And so you're reading and this old lady, she lives in a cabin by the beach. And she's realizing that, like, she's moving to a care home because she's older now. And and her son's helping her. And there's a trunk up in the attic. And she's going through it. And there's a little passport that says Juliet Gervais in it. And then the guy's like, Mom, like, you shouldn't be up here. Like, you're older. It's yeah, how did like, you get up here? Yeah, how? Yeah, like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> um, he's like, We don't need the trunk. It's too big. We'll repack your things in a smaller box. And she's like, I no. love you and I'm sick again. And for these reasons, I've let you push me around, but I'm not dead yet. I want this trunk with me. And we learn that, like, this old lady has cancer again. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, like, her, I think, second or third battle with it. Yeah. And she's like, this is my last request. Oh, yeah, you've beaten it twice before. You'll beat it again. And um, his, the son's name is Julian. He's like, who is Juliet Gervais? And so then at the end, you find out that one of the sisters was invited to um, a remembrance of the people that helped um, in the fight. Room. Yeah. And so you find out that um, Isabel, she passed away from everything that had happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very, very sick. And so it's Vianne that is going. Um, and Julian, Julian comes with her to Paris. Um, she never told him anything. She never told him anything. Um and so she goes up and kind of makes like a little thing about her sister and you know what they what they did. Um, Sophie was also invited, um, but Sophie passed away, um, I believe, from cancer. From cancer as well. Ugh, gets everyone. Um, and then. Um, she named her son Julian from her dad. Her dad's name was Julian. Um, and then as she is leaving, she runs into Ari, grown up, mm-hmm. which was so sweet. Um, and I want to say, let me see. <laughs> Um, he's like, I never forgot you or Sophie. They told me to, and I tried, but I couldn't have been looking for you for years. Um, he's like, I slept with her stuffed animal for years. And he's like, my mom gave this to me when I graduated from college. And he was like, and it was a picture of her and Rachel. Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, it was, it was so sad. Um, and then, oh, Rachel was sent to Auschwitz. So That's Ari's lovely. mom was. 
Um, and then Julian is the son of the bad guy. Like the bad captain. German captain, yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like... Wasn't there something with G? Didn't G? No. Oh, G. G was there because his daughter named his daughter's name was Isabel. Yeah. <sighs> so what sad. An ending. What an ending. Ugh. Yeah, and then the son was like, "You've never told me this," and she's like, "I will tell you almost everything. A French woman must have her secrets." And she was. She was never going to tell <laughs> Julian who his real dad was. Real well, dad was. Yeah. Didn't need to know. And and like in her inner monologue, you you can see that if I look at him in such a way, like I could see that German guy. But in every other way, I see Anton. And I was like, oh, oh, <sighs> these books get you in the in the feels. The way she's able to. Just make these like complex characters and like weave such an emotional story. It's crazy. You you like really become attached to them. Yeah. And you just this whole journey. I mean, this spans years. Yeah. It spans the whole war. And a well, flash she even, forward. She even has like, I didn't even realize this, but she must have went to, she must have went to Paris because there's like this is like this is what I imagined the town to look like oh. and like you could see oh, Eiffel Tower like, reference photos yeah not that crazy thorough I mean if I could write off a trip to Paris as like a work trip <laughs> right <laughs> yeah like the like the beach and this is the view That's from crazy. the safe house and wow it's pretty. That's cool. I mean, if you like historical fiction or not, you need to experience Kristen Hannah's writing because she, oh, she even um, there's under like the recommended reading. It says, as you can imagine, it took a lot of research to pull this novel together. For months, I read a steady stream of nonfiction, memoirs, and historical um, historical books. Here are a few of my favorite. These books will give you more information about the brave men and women of the resistance, the rescuing of downed airmen and hidden children in World War II France. And she's got like a list of all the books. Oh my God. All the books That's that she's That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's so wild. And like there's so much attention to details. Like you have to get the names right and you have to get the cities right. And it, it it's so much. And like, yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah, they even like about the author, like they ask her. Um, let me see. Yeah, the biggest challenge is, you know, weaving together the fictional and non-fictional because the novel covers the entire war. But like, obviously, you have to like make these people like not real. And what's it? Yeah. She says, I do not have any personal experience with World War II. Like, she's got. That is wild. Yeah. And they asked, How did you approach the research? Like, to what extent did you stick to the facts? She was terrified. Everything was a risk. Um, yeah. 
when research on World War II led me to the young Belgian woman who was who had created an escape route out of Nazi occupied France, I was hooked. I began as always with research. It's really the research that informs the story. First, I find out what has happened, and then I create a world that makes sense to me. Um, in this case, the best information always came from memoirs, memoirs of women in the resistance and downed airmen who had escaped and a woman who hid and rescued Jewish children. That is nuts. Yeah. She did a lot of research. So much. That's crazy. And like beyond that, like her writing is beautiful. Oh, yeah. 110%. Just flows. It's detail but it's not annoying or excessive or like mm-hmm. it, it's not like there's not like fancy two. word you're not reading it and you're going like what 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 did you just say yeah like it oh right oh i love her it's so good no i it's fantastic like there's not i mean i think my least favorite was comfort and joy well, no, I, I think my least favorite was Home Again, but that was just because it dealt with a celebrity, and um, usually I, I'm not that into it. Yeah, unless it's Taylor Jenkins three. <laughs> unless it's She's probably Hughes. top author. She'll write a book. I'll buy it. In paperback. For Kristen Hanna. Yeah, Kristen. Hanna. Yeah, yeah. I got you hooked on um, the Winter Garden, and we never looked back. Never looked bad. That that book was Chef's Kiss. Never. Yeah, this one, this one was really good. Definitely, I don't know. I feel like the Winter Garden because it had that aspect of like grandmother and granddaughter. I feel like I related to it more than obviously mm-hmm. this book. So I feel like that's why I gave it a five out of five, and this one I gave four out of five. Yeah. I just this was fantastic, but I feel like I could relate more with with the other one yeah and i mean she writes about women yeah which ace and like but women with different relationships so like sisters in different situations mother daughter grandmother dot uh granddaughter and mm-hmm. like mother with her kids it was just wild it, it's just the, there's something for everybody in her writing yeah, because this book talked a lot, like, first loves, you know, husbands leaving, having to deal with, you know, people in your home, and then they had, like, the sister dynamic, and then mm-hmm. each sister had their own relationship with their father, and things like that, so it was, there was a lot of relationships, there were a lot of people, but it wasn't too busy, sometimes there can be, like, too many people, and yeah. it just, I hate it. And with the length of the book, it was, a, she gave herself enough time to introduce them properly and slowly and mm-hmm. so it, she's not just throwing a bunch of names in the first damn chapter i still have that oh, list every single name in that book 25 here we go <laughs> if i have the time out of reading to make a list of who's who no if i need a quick guide for myself absolutely not but yes i i loved this book four out of five for me it was really good i believe i gave it a four out of five nice which like for all books probably Mm -hmm. like 
more on a five out of five before for Chris and Hannah book four out of five. Yeah, because yeah, she's yeah, on yeah. her own scale. Yeah. <laughs> she she needs her own. I don't even. Okay, we're gonna have to. I don't even know how many one star reviews there's gonna be on this, but I think we'll I give took it a peek a... at it. And the amount of five stars, it, like the, <laughs> it's aggressive how far ahead the five stars. Yeah, are. it is. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Okay, so this is at a four point six two. Uh, one million two hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred forty-six ratings. Um, yeah, five stars is like through the roof. Um, let's see the one star. I have to say, I think. I mean, more recently, I feel like books have become more popular with book talk and bookstagram and whatnot. But overall, I think when I see people out in the world reading. I would say easily 60 to 70% of the time, it's a Chris and Hannah book. Mm-hmm. Which is I, wild. Like, everyone's reading from this author. And I feel like she's good for all ages. Like, obviously, you and I, but, like, my mm-hmm. mom, my mom's read Chris and Hannah. And yeah. If you so identify it, as a female, th- this is going to especially hit hard for you. Mm-hmm. You can relate yeah. to the hardships of life <laughs> that she writes about. Yeah. Um, someone said it's like the Twilight of World War II books. Cliche writing, cliche characters. Okay. Um... I don't get, Welcome to wartime France, a place where it's easier to get false papers than food. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just kind of know the right people. Found the writing to be strained. Ridiculously sentimental. Cliche and full, full of adjectives. Full of adjectives. There are too many words for me to read. Yeah. The writing was bad and cliche. Lots of people saying cliche. What? How is this cliche? How many of this book have you read? Silly writing for such a serious time in history. Definitely not literature. More like paperback romance. There is like... What? There are deaths? There's There's a lot of death. (laughs) There's so much death. They for all the good. categories and themes I would put for this book, romance doesn't make it into the top five. No. And there's not even, like, we like our romance books. I oh, especially yeah. like my romance books. We this almost forgot not... to tell you guys about the romance plotline. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't go into detail. Like, they say they make they make love, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, this book is a disaster. I, I'm just very confused. I mean, granted, there's not many one stars, so, you know. I think those people, this just was not the book they should have read. This is not the type of book they should have chosen. Some of the main characters were whiny. You mean what? the 
What? The dying sisters. What? Who are malnourished and like risking their lives were whiny. What? So sorry. What? Um, granted, her name is Lindsay, but it's spelled hmm. L I N Z I. So I hate that with every fiber of my being. <laughs> so Lindsay. Do what, do what you want with what do you do with that? Uh, mm, yeah, I don't. This read like a middle grade book that also tried to be a <laughs> romance. Excuse me? What's with all these romances? I'm very confused. Did we read the same book as them? Because I'm. Well, clearly they thought it was going to be a romance, which obviously they're going to be disappointed. I was very much looking forward to reading a great historical novel. Instead, I found it to be cliche-driven, melodramatic, chick lit. That could be, like, so far from um, the truth. I swear these people um, did not. I'm so confused. <sighs> I don't even... I feel like they're just throwing words into uh they just didn't like the book and they just have to give a reason and that's what they're going with i don't understand i don't get it i don't understand i don't get it they're all wrong all the five stars are just like i'm typing this while i'm crying (laughs) (laughs) the book wrecked me let me say that again it wrecked me Crying in the library. Yeah. Oh, man. I I could not read a Christian Hannah book in public. Absolutely. At least it's not, n- not anywhere near the ending. No, her ending is so good. <laughs> I'd be a mess. It's so good. Highly recommend. Highly I recommend all of her books. I was going to say, any of her books. I mean, I guess read this actual synopsis on goodreads because i guess yeah the book itself might not have it on it but definitely read one of her books yeah i found that Um, out the hard way so i guess we'll just have to that is the end of our chris and hannah fan club session (laughs) and uh uh, we'll get back to a little more good fun uh still death but uh, <laughs> with a mystery thriller, good old classic with uh, the Golden Couple by okay, there's two of them. What what Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. Now yeah. they've written a few books together now. Yes. Um, I want to mm-hmm. say the wives, but I feel like that's Taryn Fisher. Uh, like, you, you are know? not alone. You are not alone. Yes, that's another book. That okay, I, I, <laughs> I paused like there was going to be more examples. Um, I, I feel like they've written other ones. I don't have any other ones on, off the top of my head. I just but, see um, the golden That's going to kick off our February uh, Valentine's month. Um, it's about yeah, we're not starting a off. Couple. We're not starting off it's rainbows and sunshines. Yet, so, you know. Well, I can give you a quick, it's about a couple. The wife brings her husband to a couple's therapist because she she's cheated on him and she wants to work. She wants to work on it. She's sorry. Okay. 
Okay. And you'll work on it. So that's romantic. Okay. She, she's sorry about it. She loves him. I feel like someone's going to die. Their secrets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the wife between us. Oh, I was right. The wife between us. We. I read that one. I've read it that sounds, one. You are not like alone. Was, a lot of them involve. There's so many books about the wife, the wives, the wife between us, the other it's wife. Like, it's very strange. <laughs> um, um, I'm typing Greer Hendricks and let me see. I actually and, don't know if they had to have written books by themselves. Ooh, I did read The Wife Between Us and I gave that one a 2.5. I gave that one uh, 3.5. That checked out. Oopsie poodle. Did I? Hold on a minute. <laughs> did I? No, I gave it a did five. I, I don't I? remember it though. Neither do I. Okay. That Sounds might like change. Lower your... <laughs> it's not harming anything. Um, <laughs> Who's it hurting? Um, a show of faith. She just wrote a book last year, April 2023, A Show of Faith. Show of Faith. Hendrix, but I can't get it. Oh, there you go. Sarah Pekinen. She's wrote, she's wrote she's books, written a though. lot of books on her yeah. own, but, but I don't I've see never, any on Hendrix. Yeah, I've never read any of her books. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to mystery thriller. We don't gotta be so serious. <laughs> on a lighter note. Um. But if you want to know what else we're reading in February, you should check out our Instagram, a baby got stacks podcast. We keep our monthly schedules posted up on there. There's mm-hmm. also the link to our Goodreads in the bio. You can see what else we got on our shelves. If you have any requests on something we should read sooner rather than later, let us know. We have a lot of options, so we would appreciate the input. We really do. We got a jar of all the books we have in common. We, we I, I got a special present from Ashley. We got TBR cards, so we're probably going to do that for April. I almost wonder if we should record, like, a session of us choosing the books. It wouldn't take very long, but, like, seeing the cards and the process of us trying to figure out. We, we could. It could be fun. We can at least record it and see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to, yeah, let us let us know if, if there's a crazy, if there's but... a tag questions or something you want us to do. Yeah, um, let us know. Probably, I might. Okay, I'm gonna say it on here, so I have to do it. Okay, I'm going to make our monthly reading schedule February's books line up. As a TikTok tomorrow. 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 Because I get off a little extra early. I'm going to get my rabies vaccine. Nice. Then I'm going to come home. Okay. Probably without the use of my left arm. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get it done. I have one request. I see people when they put the stack down on the table. They like slap it down. Like let go. So they like fall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You so want me like, to be aggressive? Yeah. You want me to vibe? 
I can slap each individual book if you want me to. Oh my god, put it on the <laughs> table. No, put put the stack down on the table. Then mm-hmm. top book, slap. then top book mm-hmm. to obviously show the cover. Right. Slap it away. Grab second uh-huh, book. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Slap just just slap. Okay. Hilarious. I'll be slapping. If no one's <laughs> laughing, you got one. It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's 30 me. times watched. Same same time. Just on repeat. 100 views, just me. Just just Ashley. <laughs> it doesn't take much to entertain me. What bothered me is all the books for February I have are paperback except the golden couple because I have the book of the month edition. It's kind of ruining the aesthetic. Samesies. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the first book too. It's not like it could Yeah. Be... Kind of a bummer. Yeah, because we have Icebreaker <laughs> and To Meet You, that and the Love. Also, redesigned. Love Redesigned and Enchanted to Meet You are both purple. I need to buy the. I don't own the actual version of um, Love Redesigned. I have it on my Kindle. It's a Kindle Unlimited. I bought mine at Costco. Ooh. It was like $12. I need to get a Costco membership. I do not have Y'all, check out Costco. Just swing around the little book section. They do have some good ones. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No matter where we go, we will find the book. So I I always take a peek. Sees you have to. If there are books in it, that store, law. you have to take a look. Mm-hmm. Straight to jail if you do not. Right. Straight. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> no food. Also, like and follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Otherwise, straight to jail. Um, Same. Yep. <laughs> that's us. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess follow us on TikTok so you can see me post our first TikTok. Watch me not do it. <laughs> oh um, that's called Baby Got Stacks podcast or just Baby Got Stacks? I don't even what remember. The funny part is, we made this like a year, year and a half ago. We oh, that is aggressively long. loud. We made that a long time ago. We made it a while ago. <sighs> it's Baby Got Stacks podcast. Oh no, the login's expired. Oh shit, what did we make it? Oh no. Oh no. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. Stay tuned on if I can figure out how to even <laughs> sign back in. Um. Oh, I think I think it's under my stuff, right? Possibly. Send me the code. It might be doing this live, people. (laughs) Like I agree. (gasps) I'm back in. Save login, please, for the love of God. (laughs) For the love of God, she's back, baby. She's back. (laughs) Yeah, we're Baby Got Sex podcast. Okay. We need to update our picture. Mm. Yeah, you can tune into the, our, our first TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. We're hip. Oh, we're cool. Oh, the screen 
times. Did you get my snaps? I did get your snaps. Oh, okay. They didn't, and I'm so sorry for it. <sighs> Honestly, okay. their lives would have approved, improved like 50% by the snaps. That, that was my computer's way of saying, mm-mm. <laughs> because I went to I went to snap and then my screen like her face froze and I was like no no I saw them okay. in action at least you did thank you all right well this has been a long one of us snapping it was a long book there's a lot of things to get to that's fair it was important so, yes <laughs> exactly it was a long romance book <sighs> don't make it start <laughs> this whole chick lit crap. I refuse. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed, you guys. Sorry we're late with it. But shit we'll, happens. We'll do better next time. We might. Fingers Honestly, crossed. I should put on every time I post, you know, new episode every Sunday, I should put ish. Next oh my time. God. <laughs> yes. Sunday-ish. Do it. Maybe. Love it. Sunday. We'll see. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Just to keep you guys on your toes. Yeah. Exactly. It's a All surprise. Right. <laughs> All right. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys.